Well, hello everyone and welcome to another Wednesday night live stream service here at Word of Faith Global Ministries. Thank you for joining us. For all of you that are joining us for the first time, welcome, welcome, welcome. We are Word of Faith Global Ministries located in the beautiful city of Miami Springs, Florida. We would invite you to come and visit us at 81 Hook Square and uh, also visit us on our website at wordoffaithglobal.org and I'm telling you, you could get some great information there about our services and you can also log on to our YouTube channel as many of you are probably watching on our YouTube channel tonight and uh, that is uh, Word of Faith Global Ministries Miami, Florida. That's our entire uh, search engine for YouTube. So go ahead and check us out there. We would love to have you subscribe to our YouTube channel and click on the bell and click like on our videos so that all those algorithms can begin to do their thing. Um, so thank you for joining us. If you're watching us on Facebook, I would absolutely love for you to begin to share this message with your friends and your family. And uh, I'm just super excited to be with you here tonight. I want to remind you that we are in the fall feasts. So not only are we celebrating fall as we normally do around this time of year, and at least over here, some of the leaves will begin to change very soon and in other parts of the country as well. So fall is a beautiful time, right? Amen. But at the same time, as you all remember from a teaching I gave some weeks ago, we are enter we've entered into the fall festivals or the fall feasts of the Lord. And uh, we've got one coming up really, really soon, and that's Yom Kippur on September 16th. That's a day of atonement. Don't miss the, the teaching that explains what that's all about. And then moving forward, we have Tabernacles on September 20th, and that goes on for seven days. So from the 20th to the 27th, don't miss that. That's the Feast of Tabernacles, which is a very joyous, joyous event in these fall feasts of the Lord. Hallelujah. Um, I want to also remind you of an upcoming seminar that we've got going in our church. And this is really, really important for you to jot down in your calendars. We don't want you to miss it. We've been uh, mentioning it at, at our church during announcements and we've been posting it on social media as well. But that is on Saturday, September 25th. Uh, don't miss coming at nine, promptly at nine in the morning. We have a seminar that uh, Pastor Marcia Castillo from ESYF Church is going to bring in our uh, service, in our uh, church. I don't want you to miss that. It's, the title of it is Live Ready. Live Ready. And how many of you know we preach this all the time in our church. We have to live in a state of readiness. Ready for when the Lord returns because we don't know the day or the hour. And we need to understand the, the times and the seasons, the signs of the times. So we have to understand these things that are happening and these things that are prophetic that are taking place in our world today and what we are currently living in our uh, era, if you will, and uh, here in 2021 and in 2022 and in the coming years. So some things that will begin to take place and have already begun to take place and are in the process of taking place that are absolutely biblical. 
And we, as a body of believers, as those that have a covenant relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, need to understand these seasons that we are currently living in. And one thing that I want to also bring to your attention yet again is it's it's not just by chance or coincidence that I mention uh, the teachings that we give on the feasts of the Lord because all of that is um, are pieces to the puzzle, right? And, and I, I don't want you to miss that because as we um, teach these things and um, bring to, to light uh, the Old Testament coming in together with the New Testament and the fall feast and the spring feast and everything that just comes together and the prophetic uh, that we teach on as well, uh, it's all part of the plan. It's all a piece of the puzzle and, and God is in it. Amen. So I don't want you to miss that. So once again, jot it down on your calendars for Saturday, September 25th, and we're going to start at nine promptly in the morning and you're going to be blessed. It's going to be a wonderful time to spend uh, hearing the teaching that the Lord has instilled in the heart of uh, our dear uh, friend and pastor, Marsha Castillo from ESYF Church. Tonight, I want to bring you um, a very brief uh, teaching or uh, maybe an, an exhortation, if you will. Sometimes we'll bring a table talk on Wednesday. Sometimes we'll bring a teaching or a preaching on Wednesday. Tonight is going to be somewhat of a exhortation or an encouragement, if you will. And how many of you can say, we need encouragement in our day and age, don't we? We need to be encouraged in the things of the Lord with the Word of God. And we need to be encouraging each other as brothers and sisters in the Lord. And what I mean by that, too, is congregating together as the word says do not forsake the assembling of yourselves together that means coming to church on a regular basis and that means week after week amen but we need to encourage each other in our uh, teaching and in our preaching on the coming of the lord and that's one of the things that paul says we need to encourage one another with these things um and also uh just encourage uh, each other as well as we see uh, these prophetic things coming to take place. And um, I want to just go ahead and give you uh, what the Lord really instilled in my heart for you tonight. So uh, I recently read uh, a title of a devotional and it really compelled me to touch on this subject for our time together tonight. And the topic of that devotional was actually on boldness boldness and we've talked about that several times in our church amen i remember a preaching that pastor ricky jr gave some time ago and i remember we began a little hashtag and the hashtag was hashtag boldness right and, and it was a really really powerful sermon um but i named this brief message for tonight bold as lions bold as lions this is kind of a little bit of a compilation of a mini word that I gave to the employees with the employees of Heartbeat of Miami Pregnancy Health Medical Clinics um, about a month ago, I think, give or take. And I wanted to kind of expound on this because I felt it was such a good um, encouragement that I wanted to bring it to a live stream uh, service. Proverbs 28.1 says, The wicked flee when no one pursues them, but the righteous are as bold as a lion. 
but the righteous are as bold as a lion. That's Proverbs 28, 1. Have you ever thought about what the church would look like today without the boldness of individuals that we read about in the New Testament, such as Peter, for example, uh, such as Paul and Stephen, uh, uh, how about um, some of the disciples of Jesus or the disciples of Jesus? We read obviously in the book of Revelation, which is written by John, and uh, such boldness to bring about this word that God instilled in this vision that, that God gave to uh, John, the disciple. Uh, but I, I read those stories in the New Testament, and can we be honest and say that sometimes we flippantly uh, browse or, or breeze right through those um, stories, and we don't take into account uh, what they were living through at the time, the conditions of how they were living at the time, and, and just so many aspects of their life in that era, right? And, and so I wanna, if, if I can do something tonight is, uh, uh, besides encourage you, I wanna also uh, exhort you that when you read scripture, be that in the New or the Old Testament, that you really try to picture that time and that culture and that season. And I know that a lot of times movies help us for example, I know that one of the most um, real popular one out there uh, called The Chosen uh, is, is a really good one. I remember one of my all-time favorite, and I might be dating myself here, but Jesus of Nazareth, which is one of my all-time favorite Jesus movies. Uh, those kinds of movies kind of help us um, put ourselves in, in, that, in that era and in that culture because it gives us, it broadens our imagination as to the stories. They kind of come alive. It's almost like opening up the Bible and seeing, you know how those books are that they're 3D and it comes alive? That's what I want you to picture when you read the Bible and when you open up the Word. And so a lot of times when people come to me and say, you know, Pastor Yvette, I, where do I begin in the Bible? Because I think the Bible is so confusing, or I think it's so uh, it's so hard to understand. And and can I say, without sounding um, critical, because it's not about that, but can I say that if you would only really, uh, I, you know, the Spanish word that comes up to me right now is escudriñar, uh, but if you would uh, uh, really dissect. Uh, the Bible and uh, really study it in the sense of trying to understand why it was said the way it was said during that time. And some of the things that were said during that time was normal and it might sound really weird to us now, but all of those things that, like I said a moment ago, you've got this big puzzle, but you have these missing pieces and when you bring it together, it's this beautiful picture, right? So. When you begin to get into scripture, if you would just study it in a way where you can put yourself in there and, and try to even imagine yourself right there in, in that time and the smells, the, um, the, the, the way that they dressed, uh, just the customs and things like that, that I think just helps bring the word of God alive. 
I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm just trying to help you here with understanding the Word of God in a, little, in a little different way. But that's how I see it. That's how I try my, my very best to picture when I read the Word and when I study the Word. And sometimes it's not all about just studying it, but reading it to just get it in you and just comprehend it, right? Um, so I hope that that helps someone tonight as I go along. But I want you to think about this. If, if, if you've actually thought about what the church would look like now, this day and age, without the boldness of these individuals, like I said in the New Testament, but what about, what about the Old Testament? We read stories like Joseph and, and Joshua and Caleb and, and David and Deborah and Esther and Ruth. And my goodness, there are just so many others that we can glean from the Old Testament. I remember um, a while ago, someone had asked me or said something to me about, you know, spending too much time in the Old Testament. Well, <laughs> I have news for you. The New Testament can't be read without the Old Testament because all throughout the New Testament, you have quotes of the Old, all throughout the New Testament, you have quotes of the Old Testament. So we've got we've to gotta understand that we, we also need to read and study the Old Testament scriptures as well. And my goodness, we can, we can gain so much understanding. And not just that, but we can gain so much encouragement from the boldness of these individuals. These are not just stories that you would go to a library and sit there and have someone read to you these fake stories. No, these are true. The, the Word of God is true and it is alive. It is active and sharper than two, any two-edged sword. And at the same time, these, uh, these individuals that lived during these conditions that they lived in, yet they were bold. They were bold as lions. And I want to encourage you with that today. There, there are those that... If you think about it, uh, like, for example, David, I'm going to uh, touch on a few here and there very, very briefly tonight. But there are those that began their purpose and journey without fanfare, like David, for example. Um, and, and they stood in the sidelines, unbeknownst to anyone, unbeknownst to anyone around them. Yet with time, God's calling and purpose in their lives took shape and they became bold as lions. And I think about my life, for example. I'm just going to give you a little bit of an example because I want you to see yourself the same way. And I remember many, many years ago when I was maybe in my 20s, uh, I began working for a corporate America and I was a secretary in the department with several ladies that I worked for. And I remember I would go to um, workshops that my boss, I would ask my boss if I can go to certain workshops. I love going to workshops. And uh, she would always give me the approval. And so for that day, I went to this, you know, to these workshops and whatever they had to do with it, whether it was time management or secretarial work, administrative assistant work, or, you know, how to deal with conflict, any one of those subjects. I loved going to these seminars. And I'm telling you, I was in my early 20s. Now, mind you, this was in my very early uh, days of being a Christian and, and knowing uh, about Jesus. 
And so I remember sitting in one of those workshops one day and I, I sat there and I was listening to the trainer and I, all of a sudden it's a, a fast forward to now I understood, I understand now what that was, but I didn't understand it at the time. But I believe that back then the Lord gave me an open vision. I was, I was watching and paying attention to the seminar, but at the same time, it's like a, um, a birthing took place in me that I didn't understand at the time. And I believe it came from the Holy Spirit. But I remember sitting there and watching her give this course and I thought to myself, I see myself doing something like this in the future. And I found that to be a very interesting thing that I felt really strongly in my spirit man and again I didn't understand it back then I understand it now because as you can see I'm standing before an audience and I stand at our church when we're there and I give teachings and I give preachings related to the Word of God unbeknownst to me or anybody for that matter back then when I was in my early 20s that fast forward into the future God would use me in this capacity. And I am encouraging you tonight because God is going to use you or is using you or is tugging at your heart already and has been in a certain capacity. And so I, I want you to seek the Lord for that. And I want you to be encouraged with this message tonight to be bold as a lion. Because if someone would have told me back then in my 20s or early 30s that God was going to use me in this capacity, I maybe would have laughed. And I maybe would have said, you've got to be kidding. But actually, that's exactly what the Lord has been doing. And glory to God for that. You see, it's no glory of my own because all the glory goes to Him and Him alone. It is through the power and the grace and the glory for the glory of God that he uses me in this capacity and I glorify the Lord with that I also want to encourage you this evening as I just give you brief uh, stories on some of these individuals I just touched on a moment ago but I want to encourage you because we're living in a time that is crucial like I said just a moment ago I believe, I truly believe that we are living in prophetic times and, and we see the writing on the wall, if you will. We see how some things are coming to play and some things are a springboard to what is to come. And, and I want you to notice that and maybe put a pause on that and, and I would ask the Holy Spirit to remind me to touch back on that, to circle back on that in just a moment. Um, but let me let me move on with this. We've got Peter, for example, the one who denied Jesus three times, yet when he was filled with the power of the Holy Spirit, he stood before thousands and gave a sermon stating to repent, be baptized in the name of Jesus, and be saved from this perverse generation. That's exactly quote verbatim of what Peter said in the book of Acts. And isn't that interesting how he would say that phrase to be saved from this perverse generation. And if we fast forward it to the year 2021, 
That is exactly what we're living, a perverse generation. Are you with me? So a message so compelling that 3,000 souls were saved and baptized that very day from that one sermon. You see, Peter stood up with boldness, bold as a lion he stood, and he preached this amazing sermon, and 3,000 people were saved. Wow. We've got Paul, whose conversion rocked his world in ways he would have never imagined. Persecuted by his own people, he was beaten, he was left for dead, he was put in prison numerous times, he was stranded on an island. My goodness, what didn't happen to poor Paul, right, after he was converted? This was the man who actually penned the words, for me to live as Christ and to die is gain. Now, if that's not boldness, I don't know what is. Faced with incredible amount of persecution, even from his own people, from his own people that he communed with and he was he he lived and, and grew up with, yet he was bold as a lion upon his conversion. We have Stephen in the book of Acts in chapter 7. I would absolutely love for you to get in there and read that one day. He was accused by false witnesses. He stood before the high priest and a council and gave the most profound exegesis in New Testament scripture that you can find. Beginning with Abraham to the present time, their present time. The first martyr, this first martyr rose up with the supernatural power and boldness of the Holy Spirit and proclaimed in verses 51 through 52, he said, You men who are stiff-necked and uncircumcised in heart and ears are always resisting the Holy Spirit. You are doing just as your fathers did. Which one of the prophets did your fathers not persecute? They killed those who had previously announced the coming of the righteous one, whose betrayers and murderers you have become. Can you imagine the boldness of Stephen facing this council, facing his accusers, his false accusers, because they were they wanted to get him and they wanted to imprison him and they were asking him all sorts of questions because he was being falsely accused. And upon being stoned, he is quoted as saying, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. What an incredible boldness in the face of opposition. Imagine this for a moment. Again, in his time and in his era and in his culture, he's being faced with stoning. He's being faced with all of these accusers, imagine that for a moment, falsely being accused of what he was saying was truth, what he was preaching was truth, yet they were saying, they were raising false accusations against him. And boy, did he preach. 
He preached his heart out. He preached his heart out to these that knew the word of God. He preached his heart out to these that knew scripture, knew the prophets, knew exactly what the prophets proclaimed as the righteous one that would come. And his name was Yeshua HaMashiach. Yet they didn't see and they stoned him to death. Saul later Paul being one of them that was holding to the coats of those that were stoning Stephen the first martyr. Yet Stephen with boldness as a lion stood and preached and told them exactly what they were doing to their face. Yes, he was a martyr, but he did not cower in the face of opposition. What about you this evening? Ask yourself that question. When we are faced with opposition, when we are faced with false witnesses against us, when we are faced with individuals that may say uh, um, negative things about us or things that are untrue about us, are we going to cower down or are we going to rise up and be bold as a lion? Ask yourself that question this evening. We have Joseph, the young dreamer, stunned, uh, shunned and sold by his own brothers and left for dead only to later take second in command in Egypt, thus saving the nation of Israel. He stood with boldness. He did not waver in what he was convicted with. Wow, you've got to read the whole story of Joseph. It is absolutely amazing. Then we have David, a seemingly mere shepherd boy who also appeared to be disliked by his brothers, but boldly declared that he had killed the lion and the bear and that the Philistine giant would be just like one of them. King David is the most revered person in Israel to this day. Hallelujah. And then we have Esther, Queen Esther. Woo, I love the story of Esther. If you get an opportunity to refresh your, your uh, Bible knowledge, read the book of Esther. It's absolutely beautiful. What a beautiful story of redemption. Hallelujah. She was taken captive at a young age, but with the favor of God upon her life and with incredible boldness, risking her own life, approaches the king without invitation, if you all know the story, a cause for immediate death upon her approaching the king unannounced would have been cause for the king to declare her death right then and there. Yet, she boldly stood before the king and she saved the nation of Israel. Incredible story. A woman, mind you, in those times, mind you, yet she stood with such incredible strength and boldness that only she could draw from Almighty God. Hallelujah. She, she called for a fast. They fasted and they prayed and she stood before the king and the king allowed her to come. Wow. I think about Joshua and Caleb who were sent among, amongst the 10 spies 
to spy out the land and were the only two out of these ten, the only two that came back with a faith-filled report. They too stood in the face of opposition and declared that they would have victory despite the cries of a violent crowd. They were rewarded to see the promised land when that time came. That story right there in and of itself to me rocks me. It shakes me to the core because here these two stood amidst a crowd that was calling for them to be killed. They were yelling. They were screaming. They were hollering. Let's put them to death just because they were faith filled. Yet they stood their ground. Glory to God. Then we have the three Hebrew boys in the book of Daniel. And of course, Daniel, that they stood their ground and they continued to pray to God and would not bow down to the golden image. Wow. See, there were certain edicts that were happening because King Nebuchadnezzar wanted them to bow down. He wanted the entire nation to bow down to the image. Yet, Daniel wouldn't. He didn't care what the king said, but he didn't succumb or submit to a king's command. He only submitted to God and what he had to say. Hallelujah. When I think about men and women such as these, I can't, I can't help to be encouraged because the same God that stood with them through major challenging situations is the same God that stands with us now that stands with us today. You, you might think or imagine that you are insignificant, but in the grand scheme of things, you are all bold as lions. And I want you to see yourself in that capacity. I want you to see yourself tonight as a bold individual, strengthened by the power of the Holy Spirit and with God and Him alone, because you see, it's not by our might, it's not by power, but by your spirit, says the Lord. And that's what I want you to understand. Sure, you may not have killed a bear or a Philistine giant, but do you realize that each and every day we come against the forces of darkness and hold back the schemes of the enemy, of the enemy and of, of the evil one? That's what we do when we kneel down. That's what we do when we pray. That's what we do when we shout words of praise. That's what we do when we worship Almighty God. That's exactly what we do. We stand against the forces of darkness every day of our lives. Hallelujah. Those opposing voices that appear to be giants, the giants of our day, are silenced in the name of Jesus through our prayers and declarations. They are silent by our bold prayers, our immovable and relentless determination, and by simply showing up each and every day in the battlefield. Whatever capacity we are serving the Lord in, whatever role we have, whatever it is that we are working in, whatever career you may have, it, whatever it is, whether it's home, whether it's ministry, etc., whatever it is, we need to see ourselves bold as lions and not submit to the schemes 
of the evil one. Can you say amen to that? Hallelujah. I want you to quit seeing yourself as unimportant or small or thinking that you don't really make a difference. You are making an impact for the kingdom of God. And if the Lord has been instilling in your heart to be used in a certain capacity, I am declaring right now that you wake up, that you awaken in the mighty name of Jesus. And you raise up that inner lion inside of you with the boldness and with the tenacity, with the power of the Holy Spirit as only he can give us. Glory to God. Say amen to that. For you who work in different careers, whatever that may be, ask the Lord to reveal to you, what would you have me do, God, for you, for this time and in this season that I work in and that I'm living in? Hallelujah. Start seeing yourselves bold as lions. I want to read you Philippians 2, 12 through 13 from the Amplified Version. And it says, So then, my dear ones, just as you have always obeyed my instructions with enthusiasm, not only in my presence, but now much more in my absence, continue to work out your salvation, that is, cultivate it, bring it to full effect, Actively pursue spiritual maturity with awe-inspired fear and trembling, using serious caution and critical self-evaluation to avoid anything that might offend God or discredit the name of Christ. Watch verse 13. For it is not your strength, but it is God who is effectively at work in you both to will and to work, that is, strengthening, energizing, and creating in you the longing and the ability to fulfill your purpose for his good pleasure. Wow. Again, that's Philippians 2, 12 and 13, and I just read it from the Amplified Version. What richness in his word. What richness in his word. I'm going to close in just a moment if you want to flip over to Hebrews chapter 11 and just hold that thought for a moment as I circle back to what I said a moment ago. I believe that we are living in very critical times, end times, if you will. I believe that we will most likely be the generation that we will experience the rapture. The coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Remember, the rapture is different from the second coming. The second coming is when actually Jesus comes together with his saints, with us who have been raptured, and he steps foot in Jerusalem. But the rapture is when the church will be taken by him. And we've got plenty of teachings on that, so I don't want to get off course or get in a rabbit trail right now. But what I want to tell you is, that we see the writing on the wall, ladies and gentlemen. Look, take for example, some of the things that we've been hearing in the news lately. And I might not necessarily encourage you to be watching the news always because they're all negative. However, we need to be informed of what's going on in our, in our uh, communities and in this nation. But there's so many things that are happening in the world today. And one of them being, I know that uh, recently President Biden um, said that he wanted to mandate um, 
the uh, vaccines. <clears throat> and uh, I'm not here to discuss whether you should be vaccinated or not vaccinated. We've said in our church that that's between you and God. We are not anti-vaxxers at all. But you need to take that upon uh, your prayer and ask the Lord if he would want you to take the vaccine. Many of you I know have taken the vaccine and there are many that I know that haven't yet. And I, and I believe that we should be smart about it. We should really use wisdom. So ask the Lord what he would have you do. However, I don't believe that that should be a mandate that every single person, because if you think about it, there are many people that cannot take this vaccine. Many people who have had underlying issues in the past and they can't take this vaccine. So there are a lot of components out there and there are many things in the media that we hear uh, in the left and the right and all of these other media outlets. I'm here to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, is that this is simply a springboard of things to come. Think about that for just a moment. Because if everyone is okay, let's go ahead and take the vaccine because it's mandated or whatever that might be. Maybe it's not the vaccine today, but maybe it's something else in the future. And then if you begin to fast forward and people are flippantly saying, okay, no problem. Let's do this because it's the, for the better good of the community, the better good of the people. Yet you're not really taking it to the Lord and understanding that this is just a springboard of the things to come. Because there is going to come a time during the tribulation period and the great tribulation period where someone called the Antichrist will make it so that everyone receives the mark of the beast. And this mark will not allow you to buy or sell. And this mark is going to be the avenue for people to even put foot on the table. They won't allow people to sell. It won't allow people to do any business if you don't have the mark. So what I'm here to tell you is that we're living in very interesting times. I'm not saying that the vaccine is the mark of the beast. Please don't misunderstand me. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm simply saying is that there is a, uh, the only word I can think of is a springboard. This is just, this is just preparation for things to come. And I, I want the church to be aware of your surroundings, aware of the things that are happening in our nation, aware of the things that are happening in the world, because it is only, you know what it's doing? It's flipping the page to the next prophetic time, to the next prophetic season. That's exactly what's happening. So if there's anything that I can encourage you with this message today, is to be bold as a lion. You see, because when you know that you know where you stand and where God has told you yes or no, you can't be rocked and you stand therefore you stand you stand on his word you stand on his promises you stand on the power of the holy spirit and you shall not be moved so think about these individuals that we just spoke of in the face of terrible terrible challenges and opposition they stood bold as a lion 
And I really pray to God that this message encouraged you this evening and for the weeks and months to come because 2022 is around the corner. We don't know what this new year is going to bring. As a matter of fact, we just turned the page in the Hebrew calendar. We don't know what this new season is going to bring. But we know this. If God is for us, who can be against us? Hallelujah. Can I get a shout amen? Glory to God. All right, I want to leave you with Hebrews chapter number 11. And this is from the faith chapter. Amen. And it says the following. In verse 32 through verse 40, it says, And what more shall I say? For time will fail me if I tell of Gideon, Barak, uh, Samson, Jephthah, of David, of David and Samuel and the prophets, who by faith conquered kingdoms, performed acts of righteousness, obtained promises, shut the mouths of lions, Quench the power of fire, escape the edge of the sword, from weakness were made strong, became mighty in war, put foreign armies to flight, women received back their dead by resurrection, and others were tortured, not accepting their release so that they might obtain a better resurrection, and others experienced mockings and scourgings, yes, also chains and imprisonments. Verse 37, they were stoned, they were sawn in two, they were tempted, they were put to death with the sword. They went about in sheepskins, in goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, ill-treated, men of whom the world was not worthy, wandered in deserts and mountains and caves and holes in the ground, and all these having gained approval through their faith did not receive what was promised because God had provided something better for us so that apart from us, they would not be made perfect. Watch chapter 12, 1 through, one through 3. Therefore, since we have so great a cloud of witnesses surrounding us, let us also lay, er, lay aside every encumbrance and the sin which so easily entangles us and let us run with endurance, the race that is set before us, fixing your eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, who for joy, who for the joy set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Woo, look at verse 3. For consider him who, was in, who has endured such hostility by sinners against himself, so that you will not grow weary and not lose heart. If I can encourage you and exhort you this evening is with these words. That you will not grow weary and not lose heart. To stand firm in the face of whatever comes our way. Because we are bold as lions. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. Praise be to God. Well, I hope that this message has truly, truly uh, been an encouragement to every single one of you. I pray to God that you share this. I pray that you hear it over and over again. And you know what? I pray to God that you go back and you read some of these stories. Maybe one of them uh, all of a sudden kind of like triggered you to go back and reread that story or maybe it's a story you haven't read in the past 
Read, read about Deborah. Read about Esther. Read about Joshua and Caleb. Read more about Jesus and Paul and Peter and John and all of the disciples as well. God bless you. I thank you for joining me tonight. Allow me to pray with you this evening. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for your word. I thank you for these examples that you set before us that we can glean from and that we can, Lord, get that boldness instilled even in our lives. Father God, I pray for every single person that has been joining me this evening and those that will listen in the coming days. Lord, that you will instill in them such a hunger for your word and such a desire to be more like Jesus and to be bold as lions, especially in this time and in this season that we live in, Father God. Oh Lord, give us the supernatural strength that we can endure the challenges that may come our way. And we give you the glory and the honor always in Jesus' mighty and glorious name. And the church said, amen and amen. Well, God bless you. And thank you again for joining us. If you would be so kind as to click like on the, these videos and share them with your friends and your family and subscribe to our YouTube channel, we would so, so be grateful. Thank you and God bless you. And we'll see you this coming Sunday. Take care.